All right. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, welcome to Scripture Memory. Pumped you're here. Uh, my name's Jay Ferg or Ferg, whichever one. I'm. My name's Justin Ferguson, but everyone just calls me Jay Ferg or Ferg. So, um, hey, to kick it off, bottom 25%. you're in the room right now, you are in the bottom 25% of SMC. No, I'm just kidding. You're not. Uh, bottom 25%, 3.0, 18. 18. These are some of my academic achievements. So we'll start with the first one. Bottom 25%, that's my, uh, I was bottom 25% of high school GPA in high school. I know what some of you are thinking. You're like, okay, but probably went to like a, a small school. You graduated with like nine kids. I know some of those guys. That's not me. I graduated with like 900. It was fierce. The competition was fierce. Uh, 3.0 GPA. Some of you are like, wow, dude, that is very unimpressive. And some of you are like, quit bragging, dude. That's nice. I like that. Um, and then the last one, 18. Uh, Got an 18 on my first ACT. So basically what that means is when you go to apply to, I don't know, maybe a Texas or a Texas A&M, they make it super easy for you. You basically go on the website, you're about to apply, and then they're like, hey, if you have an 18 on your ACT, please do not even waste your time. I'm like, okay, sweet, that's great. So I know you're walking in here and you're like, wow, the guy they got for scripture memory is probably just a freak, like a genius. It's not true. It's not, not me. Um, but what I can tell you is that I have just given myself to a simple discipline for the past seven years that has just yielded tremendous fruit. It's yielded tremendous fruit in my life. And so I wanted to kind of just test myself in this a little bit and be like, hey, is this still true? And so what I decided to do is for the month of December to just try to memorize uh, Colossians 1 to just try to memorize Colossians 1, uh, to see, hey, 15 minutes a day. If I just give myself 15 minutes a day to memorizing Colossians 1, can I do it? And so uh, I'm going to give you all Colossians 1. If you want to open your Bible to Colossians 1, you're welcome to. And I'm going to just quote it for you all. NIV, baby. NIV, come on. But here's something for you ESVers. Anybody ESV in here? Okay, hang on with me at the very end. I have the last two verses memorized in ESV just for you guys. No, I really actually love the way uh, verse 28 and 29 is put in the ESV. So uh, Colossians 1, Paul, an apostle of Christ uh, by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, to God's holy people in Colossae, the faithful brothers and sisters in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. Hang on, wait. Yeah, we always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you. Because we have heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love you have for all God's people, the faith and love that spring from the hope stored up for you in heaven and about which you have already heard in the true message of the gospel that has come to you. In the same way, the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. 
you learned it from Epaphras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister, or who is a minister, help me out here, who is a faithful minister of Christ on our behalf, and who also told us of your love and the Spirit. For this reason, since the day we heard about you, we have not stopped praying for you. We continually ask God to fill you with the knowledge of his will through all wisdom and understanding that the Spirit gives, so that you may live a life worthy of the Lord and please him in every way, bearing fruit in every good work, growing in the knowledge of God, being strengthened with all power according to strengthened with all power according to his glorious might so that you may have great endurance and patience and giving joyful thanks to the father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of his holy people in the kingdom of light for he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption the forgiveness of sins. The Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and things on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities. For, or no, in him all things have been created. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning and the firstborn among the dead, so that in everything he might have the supremacy. For God was pleased to have his fullness, have all his fullness dwell in him, and through him, and through him, uh, give me the next word here, to reconcile to himself all things, things in heaven and on earth, uh, heaven and on earth, it's by making peace through his blood shed on the cross. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you as holy in his sight, without blemish, and free from accusation. If you continue in your faith, established and firm and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel this is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven and of which i paul have become a servant now i rejoice in what i am suffering for you and i fill up in my flesh what is still lacking in regard to christ's afflictions for the sake of his body which is the church i have become its servant by the commission I gave me to present to you the word of God in its fullness, the mystery that has been kept hidden for ages and generations, but is now disclosed to the Lord's people. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is this, Christ, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. All right, ESV, here we go. Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ for this toil, struggling with all his energy, that he powerfully works within me. So there's Colossians 1. Uh, yeah, thank you. Missed a couple words, but Colossians 1. And so I share that with you. One, I share my, my high school uh, 
My parents would call them achievements. I don't know if they really are, but I share that with you because, man, I'm not the smartest guy in the room, never really have been, probably more below average, I would say. You can ask my wife. She's like, my lack of intelligence is for sure there at times. But I really have just given myself to this discipline of scripture memory. And so for some of you, if you are like me, where you're just a below average student, you're walking in here like there's no shot, I can memorize scripture. I hope it encourages you. And then for a lot of you in the room, I know that you're smarter than me. And so you had like, welcome to the room, welcome to the game. You have no excuse. You're about to memorize some scripture today. And so, um, man, I started memorizing scripture seven years ago at Kaleo. Went to Kaleo and my D group leader first week was like, hey, one of the expectations, we're going to memorize scripture every week. And I was like, oh, dude, this is going to be kind of tough. First week I went, fumbled through it. But then as the weeks went by at Kaleo, I remember just really enjoying memorizing scripture. I remember it being fun, us quizzing each other and trying to see like, hey, how do we apply this into our life? And so, man, seven years have passed. I'm a husband. I'm a dad. And so I'm continuing to actually try to pass this on into my one and a half year old daughter. It's going really well. Um, Yeah, there's the scriptures. It's going really well. Oh, hang on. Let me turn this up a little bit. So, oh, so at the end, she just says, no, no, we're done, we're done. So that's how it's going. It's going great. Um, but hey, I know that some of you, you're like, man, there's some, there's some like hindrances that you feel. Like, I don't think I can really memorize scripture. And I felt those too. So we're going to walk through briefly, hey, why don't we memorize scripture? What are some reasons why we feel like we can't? Why don't we? Then we're going to walk through, hey, why should we though? Why should we memorize scripture? And then y'all are going to leave here and y'all are going to have your first verse memorized. So, first reason of why we don't, actually, right before we get into why we don't, I just want to share this quote. I thought this was really impactful. It's Chuck Swindoll, the pastor here in Frisco. Thank you. Can you all hear me okay? Okay. Yeah, he's a pastor here in Frisco. He's 89 years old, still kicking it. And he says this about scripture memory. He says, I know of no other practice in the Christian life more rewarding, practically speaking, than memorizing scripture. No other single practice pays greater spiritual dividends. Your prayer life will be strengthened. Your witnessing will be sharper and much more effective. Your attitudes and outlook will begin to change. Your mind will become alert and observant. Your confidence and assurance will be enhanced. Your faith will be solidified. And I just love how he puts that. Hey, every other area of the Christian life will actually be strengthened through scripture memory and your faith will be solidified. And so I know we want that, but hey, there's some reasons why we don't memorize scripture. The first one of why we don't memorize scripture is, hey, I just don't have the time. Like, I just don't have the time to memorize scripture. I feel that. I felt that in college and as I started following Christ. Here's just a simple way that I have combated this is, man, we all have 15 minutes a day, 
We really do. We all have 15 minutes a day. And if you're just starting to memorize scripture, I would say, hey, just give yourself five minutes. And what I do is in my time with Jesus, I will just set a timer for 15 minutes or, hey, if you're just starting, five minutes. And then literally when the timer goes off, after you've been trying to either memorize a verse or you're reviewing verses, once that timer goes off, just move on into reading your Bible, praying, whatever it looks like as you're spending time with God. So just in the first couple minutes of your time with Jesus, you can put it in there. The other thing I would say is, how many hours do y'all think you spend on your phone a day? Too many? I like that. I think the average in a room this size would be about four to six hours. Y'all feel like that's pretty fair? Okay. Uh, Hey, so four to six hours. I'm thinking we're just taking, we're just trying to take 15 minutes of that. We're just trying to shave off 15 minutes. And so another thing that I think is, man, scripture memory, if it is this valuable as Chuck Swindoll is saying, as I've found it to be my life, man, it is, it is useful to put 15 minutes a day for scripture memory. And so, man, we can do it. We do have the time. We just have to make a little bit of a priority shift. And so, Man, I'm not asking for a whole ton. 15 minutes a day, whether it's in your time with the Lord or maybe it's, hey, as you're walking to class, if you have a 15-minute walk, that's a perfect time that you can start memorizing Scripture and reviewing. So that's the first one, why we don't. Second one, why we don't. Hey, I don't think I can memorize. Like, no, I have the time. We're going to be able to do this. But I legitimately don't think I can memorize. I get that. I I struggle with that too. Like, hey, I can't even memorize, like, something for a test. And then even after I leave the test, I don't even know everything just dumps out like it's information dump feel that okay ladies and fellas if you have it go ahead and just hit me with the rest of these lyrics let me take me somewhere we can be alone yes okay i saw some of the fellas in the back hitting that pretty pretty nice okay some of you fellas what about this one here you know you love me. I know you care. Hey, oh, okay. That's sick. So, wait a second. You're telling me we didn't even play a beat. We didn't even, like, drop any of the music. And y'all just hit that. Like, you guys can memorize. The Lord has given us the ability to memorize. And you didn't memorize that song just, like, one, like after one time of hearing it. Ladies, you put in some reps on that T-Swift song. Listening to that, dreaming about your little Romeo in seventh grade. I know. Fellas, hitting that baby song once you got broken up with a little bit, seventh grade. I feel you. We put in reps, right? We reviewed it. Okay, so that's the key to memorization is reviewing and putting in reps of practice. And so, man, we can memorize. One of the things I've done... You don't have to do this. Don't take this as a tip unless you really want to try it. But one of the ways I've just tried to make scripture memory fun is there's old rap songs that I just don't listen to anymore. And I have memorized scripture through just listening to the rap beat. So Snoop Dogg, drop it like it's hot comes on. And I have Isaiah 41.10. Okay? That's just how it rolls. It's just how it rolls off the tongue now. Okay? So you can have fun with scripture memory. It doesn't have to be this boring thing. I make it really lively. Um, the last, the last one is I don't even know how to do that. Like, I don't even know how to memorize scripture. How do I even start? I'm glad you're asking that. I'm glad you're feeling that because I'm going to teach you today how to memorize scripture. 
And you're going to walk out of here today with your first verse memorized. So, those are some reasons why we don't memorize scripture. But we're going to just break through those barriers. We're going to be able to do it. Hey, but why should we memorize scripture? Go ahead and talk with some people around you just real quick. Why do you want to memorize scripture? Why do you think you should memorize scripture? Go ahead and talk amongst yourselves for just a minute. Okay. Hey, would love to hear maybe just one, one reason of what y'all said of why we should memorize scripture. Maybe just some one out. Understand God's word better. I love that. Yes, absolutely. Hey, so I want to give y'all four reasons why I think it's important to memorize scripture. And as I went through this, I will say this. I just sat down and started writing all of the different ways why it was important in my life to memorize scripture. And I had just a list on my iPad of how many like reasons it was important to memorize scripture. These are four really important ones, I would say, but there's a ton. And so here's the four. The first one is to see Christ more clearly and accurately. To see Christ more clearly and accurately. And so John 17, 3 says, Now this is eternal life, that they may know you, the one true God and Jesus Christ whom I have sent. And so that word know is to intimately know as a husband would know their wife or as a wife would know their husband. And so, man, God wants us to know him really intimately. He wants us to know things about him. He wants us to know things about his character and who he is and what's true of him. And the way we can do that is by memorizing his word. And so a scripture I memorized about Jesus is Isaiah 53, 5 and 6. It says, but he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds, we are healed. And so ultimately, what that's showing me about Jesus, having that memorized, is, man, Jesus suffered a whole ton when he was on the cross. Like, he was pierced for our transgressions. That word pierced is like 
man, I can physically think or uh, mentally think about like the piercing of the nails going in Jesus's hands as he's at the cross. It makes me see Jesus more clearly. It makes me see the suffering he had to go through at the cross for me. And so as we memorize scriptures about Jesus, I think it deepens our affections for him and I think it helps us see him more clearly and accurately. The second reason we want to memorize scripture is to defend against temptation. Defend against temptation. It helps us overcome temptation. And so 1 Corinthians 10, 13, 1 Corinthians 10, 13 says, no temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it. And so what God's word is saying is, hey, he's faithful. He's not going to let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But there are going to be times that you're tempted and God's going to provide the way out. And what I love is Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, is tempted three different times by Satan as he's in the forest, Matthew 4. And the three different times that Jesus combats the temptation, scripture memory, literally uses scripture memory to combat uh, falling into sin or being tempted by the sin and, and sinning against God. And so I love that of like literally the one that we follow use scripture memory to be able to walk in obedience to God and be able to turn away from the temptation. And so the other reason I think we want scripture memory to defend against temptation is because one of the times that Jesus is tempted, the enemy uses and tries to twist God's word. And so how much more if our enemy has tried to use God's word and twist it on Jesus, how much more will he try to do that to us? How much more do we need to have scripture memorized? So helps us defend against temptation. And then it helps us witness to others, helps us witness to others. First Peter three fifteen says, but in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer for, to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have, but do this with gentleness and respect. And so we want to be ready. We want to be ready for those that are going to ask about the faith, for those that are trying to process the gospel and not understanding like uh, maybe grace. And so you can use Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. There was a guy this semester on Alabama's campus. His name was Malone. And as I'm sharing the gospel with him, he's like, man, I'm just nervous if I go all in. Like, am I actually going to stand for this? I'm like, hey, Malone, there's a scripture I've been memorizing. 1 Corinthians 1, 8 says he will keep you firm to the end on the day of Christ Jesus, like so that you can be blameless. He will also keep you firm to the end on the day of Christ Jesus. And so what I love about that is I'm memorizing that and I'm able to talk to Malone about, hey dude, it's actually not like how much you can do and how like firm you can be. Like, yes, we want to walk by the Lord's grace and be disciplined, but also, man, he's promised that he's going to keep you firm to the end. And so he didn't like come to faith that day, but I thought it was really cool that the Lord just through memorizing scripture, I mean, I got to minister to, to Malone. And so y'all will feel that too, that as you memorize scripture, there's going to be students on your campus you're sharing the gospel with, and you'll get to use the scriptures you've memorized. Last reason is to transform our mind, to transform our mind. And so Romans 12, 2, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And so, man, it's a command to not conform to the patterns of this world. 
And then how God desires for us to combat that is to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And so we can't renew our mind with anything besides scripture. And so scripture has to be in there for us to be able to renew our mind and for us to be transformed. And so when this happens, we become more Christ-like. We become more like Jesus as we renew our mind in God's word. So those are four important reasons. I think there's a ton more, but those are the four that I think really fire me up to memorize scripture. And so I'm about to teach you guys the how, but I just want to cast some vision with you real quick. I read a book, Atomic Habits. I think a lot of y'all maybe have heard of that book before. And his premise in Atomic Habits is, hey, these little habits that you have multiply over time. And over time, you're not going to see it in the days and weeks, but you will see it in months and years over time. There will be enormous growth. And so to illustrate that for you, you memorize one verse a week, just one verse a week. That's seven days and you memorized one verse. We're looking at a total of seven days. You memorize one verse, and it's kind of like, wow, that, that isn't a whole ton. That's not a lot. Okay, two weeks go by. You've memorized two verses in 14 days. Still a little bit like that's uh, two verses. That's great, but not a, not a whole ton. Okay, but you do this for a year. You have 52 verses memorized. Just one scripture a week, you have 52 verses memorized. That's incredible. You play out that habit for the next 10 years, and you have 520 verses memorized. I think that might be in the top 10% of people, of Christians, like that 520 verses they could, they could quote to you. You play it out for 20 years, just 20 years. Y'all would be in your 40s maybe, maybe a little upper 38. Uh, you're looking at 1,040 verses memorized. Over 1,000 verses of 20 years of just one verse a week. And so, man, it, it yields incredible dividends by just a small habit daily. So this is how y'all are going to memorize scripture right now. I'm going to teach y'all how to memorize scripture. So if you want, get out the, uh, the ring with the note cards on it. All of y'all should have got that. If you didn't, you can raise your hand and Spike will grab one for you if you need it. Um, does anybody not have one? Or are y'all good? All good? Okay. Um, so yeah, get that out. And on this first verse, we're going to memorize it's Romans five, eight. So on the blank side, not on the side with the line, but on the blank side, write Romans five, eight. Okay. So you're writing Romans five, eight. And then on the back, I want you to write the actual verse. And so this is NIV up here. If you are memorizing an ESV, you're going to open your Bible up and write that verse out. I have NIV up here. And so go ahead and write that on the back in the lines of Romans 5.8. It says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so go ahead and take a couple moments. Write out Romans 5.8 on the back of your card, and then ESV people, you can write that on your card with with your Bible open.
Okay. So as you're finishing up writing that down or you have it finished, here's how, like, I am memorizing scripture. So I'm just going to kind of role play. This is how it's happening. I write out Romans 5.8 on the front. On the back, I write out the scripture. And then what I'm doing is I'm trying to remember the reference and the verse. So I'll say Romans 5.8. And then the tip here is to take this in just bite-sized chunks. So the first section, and some of you are able to memorize a little bit longer of a section. Some of you, like, just take it by bite-sized chunks of a little bit smaller. So first section, but God demonstrates his own love. And so what I'll do is I will literally try to say that 10 times. Romans 5.8, but God demonstrates his own love. Romans 5.8, but God demonstrates his own love. And I'll just say that 10 times in my head. Once I go through 10 times of saying it, then I'll move to the next bite-sized chunk. For us in this, for us in this, or however you want to break it up. If it's like, you can break it up for us in this while we were still sinners, however you want to do it. But I, I work better with just a smaller chunk. So for us in this, for us in this, I'll say that 10 times, and then I'll put those together. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this, and I'll say that 10 times. Then after you do that, you move to the next. And so, hey, Romans 5.8, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this while we were still sinners. And so then you'll practice that 10 times while we were still sinners, while we were still sinners, while we were still sinners. Romans 5.8, okay, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this while, uh, while we were still sinners. And then so... Once you get that down, you feel confident in it, then you move to the last piece and just practice that, practice saying just that last piece 10 times. And then after you get that, then you'll put the verse together. So what I like to do once the verse is all put together is I'm going to try to give myself anywhere between like five to 10 tally marks on the front of that card where Romans 5.8 is like the reference. I will tally so it helps me keep track. And so I'll say Romans 5.8. But God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And so then if I got it right, I look at the card. Okay, I did get it right. And I'll put a tally. And so I'm going to try to do that five to ten times. Y'all are going to try to do that here in a second, five to ten times. Then once you do that and you have either five to ten tallies, then I want you to do a, a practice with the person next to you. So you'll say the verse, Romans 5.8. You'll quote it. And then that person will look at the card and tell you if, hey, you missed a word or whatever, it's really helpful to have someone practice with you. So if you're missing a word and you're not catching it, someone can be like, hey, you missed wall or while. Uh, that Alabama accent's just coming in. Wall, wall, you were, okay, anyways. Um, so go ahead and take the next uh, eight minutes and go ahead and practice Romans 5.8. All right, hearing a lot of practicing, hearing a lot of getting it down. Who wants to, uh, who wants to be brave and quote me Romans 5.8? Stand up and, and hit me with it. Hang on. Good call. Say it. Wait, who's got an ESV on him? Okay, make sure he gets it right. Go ahead. Yeah, baby. I love it. Get you a little Celsius this morning. Come on now. Fires me up. Two more. Yep, in the back. Come on.
Come on. You want me to throw it to you? I'll just... Ski! Thanks, boys. One more. Come on. Oh, very back. Yeah, let's go with that. Come on. I think even if you got it wrong, I was going to throw it to you. Like, this just fires me up. Here we go. No, I'm just kidding. Here, just pass it back. <laughs> hey, super proud of y'all. Y'all literally have your first verse memorized. Like, give yourself a hand. Come on. That's hype. That's amazing. So, man, the key here is just repetition, right? Like, just repetition over time. Y'all have two other uh, note cards on that ring. And so, what I encourage you is you just go throughout the conference to write down different scriptures that you're hearing that you want to memorize to do that. One of the other tips on that sheet is to pray through the verse. And also, I would just look at the verses around it so that you can kind of understand the context of hey, like, how does this verse fit in with the whole passage of Scripture that I'm reading? And so uh, would do that. And then, yeah, when you pray through the verse, there's just something about it seeps deeper in your heart. And as you're talking with God about it, helps you just get a deeper understanding. So uh, praying through the Scriptures is awesome, too. One of the things I want to tell y'all, everyone just look at me real quick. I think this is super important. I think Scripture memory can save your life. And so what I mean by that is... Y'all are on the college campus, either you are freshmen, sophomore, junior, seniors, but you know what it's like to, and I feel this too, um, you've gone on campus, you either, man, you're trying to fit into a friend group, or man, classes are going really difficult, or man, college is just difficult in general, like there's just some different anxiety or depression you're feeling, whatever it might be. I just, I feel like I can relate to you, me and my wife and our little girl, we moved out to Alabama to launch Stumo out there, and I'm walking on campus, and I feel pretty similarly to a freshman, except I'm 27 now, walking into some fraternity houses, so that's fun, and man, there's some days that are really difficult, like there's some days that I'm like, dude, no guys are hitting me back, there's, it's tough to meet people, Um, and the way that I have found tremendous hope and incredible peace of not letting my mind go down some deeper darker thoughts that I think is really easy or that the enemy wants us to is scripture memory like I think scripture memory can truly save your life of you not going down uh, a dark rabbit hole of thoughts but being able to for instance say Isaiah 41 10 so do not fear for I am with you do not be dismayed for I am your God I will strengthen you and help you I will uphold you with my righteous right hand like the fact that Like, I can quote that as I'm walking on campus, not knowing a soul and being like, man, Lord, what I'm comforted by right now, even though it's really difficult, is that you're with me. And so just for y'all to know that scripture memory, I think, truly is a lifesaver. I think it's incredibly valuable. Um, I wanted to give y'all a few more tips of um, if you haven't memorized scripture at all, like this is your first time memorizing scripture, I would just give yourself five minutes a day. Like, just set a timer for five minutes a day for the next 30 days. That's my challenge for you. For the next five minutes a day, for the next 30 days, to memorize two more verses this month from some of the scriptures that you're hearing here at SMC. 
If you're familiar with memorizing scripture, but maybe it's just been challenging for you, I would try to do 10 minutes. 10 minutes in your time with God, set a timer for 10 minutes, and review your scriptures, and then as you're memorizing, some new ones. And then lastly, if it's like, hey, you came in and you know how to memorize scripture, it's going pretty well, you just wanted to continue to kind of sharpen the axe, if you will, then I would challenge you to 15 minutes a day. And on the back of that handout, I believe, um, there's TMS. And so if you don't know what to memorize, even if you're at the five minutes a day, and you're like, I don't even know what verses to memorize, that sheet is for you. It is literally like the, the foundations of the faith of walking with, with God. And so I would start there of memorizing uh, one of those verses each week. Those verses are amazing. Um, and so, man, if you're at 15 minutes a day and you're like really wanting to challenge, I would challenge you a 15 minutes a day for this next semester trying to memorize TMS. And so that's my challenge for you. That's my application for you if you're like really wanting to get after scripture memory. I loved memorizing Colossians 1. One of the things that I really do enjoy though is trying to memorize scriptures just throughout the Bible and different passages. Um, Colossians 1 is awesome. It's helped given me a deep understanding of Colossians 1. But when you memorize scriptures throughout the Bible, it helps you actually put it all together. It helps it actually, you can see the flow of it more. And so I would, I would probably encourage you to memorize uh, scriptures throughout what you're reading in your quiet time or TMS. So, uh, and then the last thing is just reps. Like we talked about this a little bit, but just reviewing. So, hey, tomorrow you might wake up and Romans 5.8 might feel a little fuzzy. Like you might miss a word and that's okay. Give yourself some grace but also, that's like the key of having scripture memorized through the long haul is continuing just a couple minutes a day to review the ones that you have learned and give your, what I'll do is I'll review it. If I didn't get it, then I'll try it again. And then once I get it right, I'll give myself a tally and then I'll move to the next scripture that I'm trying to memorize or the next verse that I'm quizzing myself on. And so I just want to remind y'all, like, as you're memorizing scripture, review is key. Review is is the key to actually having those scriptures lodged in your mind. So uh, I hope that's helpful. I'm going to pray for us, and then we'll, uh, we'll be out of here. If you want any tips or anything else on scripture memory, would love to answer that. But uh, Father, thank you so much for this group. God, I'm grateful that they desire to want to memorize your word. God, would you help us to memorize your word, that we would have it hidden deep in our heart and that it would help us to defend against temptation. It would help us to know you deeper. It would help us to witness to those that don't know you. Father, we're grateful that you've given us your word and that we can take just little moments of our day, 15 minutes a day, to be able to set aside some time to get with you and to store your word in our heart. I pray that we would do this and I pray that we would we would take it slow, that we would have this be just a habit that would continue for the rest of our life. And that as we look in different seasons, there would just be, we would look back and we would have scriptures just hidden in our heart and it would be really, really sweet. We love you and we praise you. Amen. All right. Thank you all. Y'all are free to roll.